We ready to do this, Virginia? Absolutely. Let's go. So everyone, Virginia and I have party crashed. Lots of penthouse parties, hippie festivals. We've also co-led some adult summer camps. Jeannie is a ride or die partner, co-creator, and a facilitator that I really admire. And we're currently in L.A., and Jeannie has been showing me the ropes of relationship building. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> I've been doing my best. <laughs> it's a long road. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Jeannie, uh, I'm just so happy to be a part of Humans I Trust. And, yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love for you to share what sort of facilitator are you and what have you facilitated in your journey as a gatherer? Hmm. I would say I'm a very loving facilitator. (laughs) I open your heart and make you feel all gushy inside. And before I became a facilitator, I was a speaker. And so I've toured the world and spoke on over 50 different stages around social media and marketing and things like that. And I started using the facilitation and embedding that into Mm. my talks as well. So it's like now I will travel around the world and I'll speak about blockchain and building new earth on blockchain and such things. But I will start with the facilitation and getting people to close their eyes, to take a deep breath. Mm. And, uh, you know, leading them even through one or two little breaths or a little mindfulness moment. And then I like getting people to get out of their chairs and connect with each other, right? And so, yeah, a very heart-connected, loving facilitator. Are there any particular modalities or schools of thought that you identify with as a facilitator? Definitely Toltec wisdom. Okay. Don Miguel Ruiz, the mastery of love, just the four agreements just very uh, just simple, loving, connected, connected to the earth. Um, I would say like I take a lot of my inspiration from uh, those books and specifically from other facilitators. So I've hosted A-Fest before and have been part of the A-Fest community for the past six years. And so a lot of my facilitation I've seen at their events, things that mm. um, Vision's wife, uh, Christina, or ex-wife now, Christina Lacchiani, uh, facilitated, like the angel whispers. I saw that there the wow. first time. So because I've been going to hundreds of events all around the world, I would cherry pick my favorite things. And then uh, a big inspiration of mine and the first person that brought me under her facilitator wing is Jules Schroeder, the founder of Unconventional Life. And so... Yeah, I've taken my inspiration from other facilitators and leaders that I love, and I'll mm. uh, and from you, Jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the great saying, right? Like artists are experts at robbing and duplicating. Absolutely. And so, whenever I'm at a gathering or an event, I'm just paying attention to yes. what you're doing, and yeah. you know, I'm I'm profiling uh, the mistakes and the (laughs) achievements of the facilitator right and i'm like identifying what i want to do uh that they're doing and what i don't want to do what they're doing um so share with us specifically when it comes to joy and belonging what's a specific tool that you use in leading groups Mm. to to these places of joy and belonging 
I would say the biggest one is permission. We're really waiting for that permission slip. Everyone wants to belong and we all want to connect. And when we step into new rooms of new people, we feel like awkward little teenagers, no matter how powerful or amazing or how much money we have, we just, there's a little part of us that still feels like that awkward kid of the first day of school. And so I like to give people the permission to connect. And so by creating prompts, by having people find a partner that they, someone to speak to that they haven't met yet, um, and just creating little fun exercises that are very seamless, don't feel too forced. Uh, at least so I try to sometimes maybe depending if someone's like used to being facilitated at or not maybe some people get triggered but you know that's their own experience and bless them so yeah just getting people giving the permission giving the prompts to find someone you haven't met yet ask them a question giving them the very specific step-by-step this is what you asked and and being as detailed as possible so telling them when to be quiet one of my favorite tools is if you can hear my voice say shh i've tried everything else i've tried <laughs> clap once or whatever but it just it creates too much noise and so actually getting people to say shh is the best way to get everyone to be quiet uh, wonderful wow yeah i love this there's so much wisdom in that word permission and not just in groups, but in our one-on-one connections. And just, I often give permission to people by being goofy and intentionally not looking uh, good. And it it just like releases the tension in the room. Um, Because I think most people need permission to like look kind of human and guess what human means it means like being clumsy and being messy and there's this you know when we're in these social groups it's like we're all trying to look really good and i think when we magical parties consist of people who aren't trying to look good anymore they're just trying to have a good time they're Mm -hmm. trying to spread good energy Mm -hmm. um they're playing right Mm -hmm. So when it comes to your relationships, what's Mm. a tool that you use to unlock the joy? Mm. (laughs) Maybe it's touch, but (laughs) something else it could be as well. (laughs) For me, communication is such an important piece and creating a safe space in which we can, like you're saying, fully express and be ourselves being patient and and listening i think listening is probably one of the best tools that we have and and tell us tell us more specifically a tool like when you're talking about listening maybe Mm -hmm. can you get specific as to what sort of listening or the tool yeah so being really present and repeating what the other person Mm -hmm. said like you just asked me around listening what is a very specific tool and so just repeating that back at you and making sure that i understood it correctly Totally. Um, this is obviously a, a terrible example because it's very clear. But <laughs> when when someone's expressing themselves or um, you know sharing and 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 allowing for deeper vulnerability, allowing for more space, and I think that that is a, a huge key to unlocking joy because the more belonging and connection and freedom and presence that I'm feeling, the more silly and and humorous and happy and playful I can be so Mm. just by having clear communication by listening by and with listening I also mean reading the other person 
reading their body language, reading their facial expressions, reading their tonality and how they're sharing or their reluctance. And the more that you pay attention and deep dive into these little nuances, the more communication you're going to start receiving and the more people are really going to feel heard and connected to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so many, so many insights you've shared in that. First is uh, attention is a prerequisite Mm. for meaningful human connection. Mm. Um, The second is uh, just the simplicity and power of repeating what someone has shared with you, repeating a word, Mm. repeating the emotion that they expressed Mm -hmm. and and really uh, making explicit that you have understood them. But And so often, like, communication breakdowns happen just because of misinterpretations, right? Just because of misinterpretations. And so the last thing I want to emphasize with what you've shared is uh, this reality that the the more effective we communicate, um, the more we can feel safe playing and getting into this less talk-oriented space. Um, there are ways to get into that without any verbal communication. Mm. But when we empathize with each other and when we have these these moments of connection beforehand, we can take people to a whole other level of playfulness. So when it comes to your body, what is a tool that you use to unlock joy mm. in your body? Mm. Well, my eyes, first of all. <laughs> Tell me more. This sounds, this sounds like human connection. <laughs> so I get, I've been getting the feedback a lot recently that people find my eye contact and my presence with them just out of worldly. Very noticeably different of being Mm. so present with them and when communicating with someone, just looking at them like they're the only person in the entire world. And so that type of eye contact I feel is is very powerful. And you can I love what you're talking about, the the nonverbal pieces, the nonverbal communication, because we can say so much to each other just by looking at one another. Mm. And and then the next piece I would say is my smile is really smiling at people and giving them the the permission to connect with me and feeling comfortable to do so. I'm particularly Mm. reflecting on our our last week here in LA for NFTLA, the different people that I've connected with and someone in particular, we have been just looking and smiling at each other for five days with hardly speaking, but every time we see each other, there's this welcoming mm. energy of feeling so connected and the, the smiling and the, the eye gazing has led to, to cuddling and, and hugs, just warm, loving hugs. And, and I, I was so struck by this of how we have this very deep, meaningful connection without hardly speaking to each other, but by just sharing a lot of eye contact and, and just, just energy. Uh, and I think we also, as humans, we like to mimic each other's faces and so if you're mimicking a friendly, loving face and, and friendly, loving eye contact, the other person is going to try to mimic mm. that. And so by you setting the example of the connection that you want to receive, you're opening yourself up for, for that to happen and take mm. place. I love how you interpreted this question. <laughs> and I'm considering adding 
<laughs> a question about nonverbal communication because it's truly 70% of our communication. Yes. And when I am throwing a party, mm. like that's all that matters. Like most of the emotion is transmitted through our facial expression, mm. through our eyes, mm. right? Yes. So it's super important that when we are connecting with people, we are open. Our bodies are open and, yes. and we do that through our facial expression. But but yeah. really, it begins with first feeling that emotion in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really curious in terms of like your, your physiology and your health mm. and your body, mm. like what is it that helps you create joy in those parts of yourself, you know, regardless mm. of human connection? Cool. I think really being in harmony with myself, Mm. if I'm feeling out of balance or if I feel I have unclarity or my thoughts are are too clouded, then I try to be present and observant with myself. And I have practices like listening to Abraham Hicks Mm. recordings on, on, on YouTube and Spotify and just mindfulness practices there's uh, a lot of ram das and east forest songs that i like to listen to mm-hmm. almost every single day so like a specific thing you do is you use music mm-hmm. and and it's like music that you've heard yes. over and over yes. again so it essentially cues your nervous system mm-hmm. to be in a in a state more open for connection correct and i listen to this music while i'm getting massages and different mm-hmm. things like that and then that's powerful (laughs) that is so powerful because that is nlp that is like attaching the song to relaxation over and over and over again such that in an emergency you can use those tracks like that's a gem so it's kind of related but there's also this this voice in our head and there's the mind Um, Is there something you do specifically to create more joy in your mind? Really just celebrating myself and acknowledging myself for all that I have created. I'm a very... I have an IQ of 150 and I I think a lot. I think a lot and I create a lot and I have a lot of simultaneous things going on and I'm I, I am pretty self-critical in terms of the quality that I expect because my mission is to be one of the most influential women in history who has positively impacted humanity. And so it's a very big role that I've given to myself and sometimes I will be critical or, 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 or judge myself that I'm not doing it fast enough and why is this not done yet and why didn't I get this little detail here? How did I miss this? And so if I notice that, I come back to celebrating myself mm. to how much I actually have done because if you compare me at a 32-year-old to an average life of what yeah. is being created, it, it is it is amazing. And so just really coming back to that and just telling myself if I were to do nothing else from here onward, I've already completed my mission. I've already impacted mm. over a hundred millions of lives with the videos that I've created, the, the positive content. So just coming back and celebrating myself and, and just giving myself gratitude for continuously showing up and for being a force of love in the world. 
Yeah, I, I resonate so much with this. Like, first of all, celebration um, and self-development are not often put together. Mm. And there's just celebration is such a powerful tool that is as powerful as mindfulness mm-hmm. yet you know all the attention goes to these other techniques mm-hmm. but like just pausing and celebrating ourselves and like thanking ourselves in our minds um and focusing on our virtues and progress that's so powerful and it's so motivating is there anything else you want to share with a group of facilitators passionate about spreading joy through the world? Anything you can ad- advise us on? Dance, 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 <laughs> dance, 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 dance. Absolutely. Yeah. I love what you're saying around the, the mindfulness and the celebration. So dance is actually one of my highest modalities, which is, I think, why you and I are best friends, because we just <laughs> like to play in that space together. And so utilizing dance for your own celebration of yourself, you know, just dancing in your room and in spaces. If I don't have the space because I'm nomadic to dance, I, I realize it it really in um, affects my happiness levels. And then also getting people into their bodies that you're facilitating for, getting them to dance, even just getting them to shake out their bodies or whatever move, movement I think is really important. And yeah, the last piece, I'll just say the, the Ram Das song is called Sit Around the Fire. And then the other one is I Am Loving Awareness. So just mm-hmm. check that out on Spotify. Listen to they're both just brilliant, brilliant songs with East Forest and Ram Das that are just, yeah, just part of my everyday tapestry. So I hope that'll be a little gift to you. And um, yeah, just thank you for doing what you're doing. This is such important work. And I think that the movement of global facilitators just needs to be spread out. And that's why I'm I'm a huge champion for everything that you do, Jacuzzi, and and bringing our community together because it's so important that we have this support that because we're all learning together, we're all learning from each other. So hopefully see you guys at one of your events or see you at Humans I Trust somewhere around the world. And um, yeah, just love you very much. What a great role model for appreciation. And tune in next time and see you at another adult summer camp that Jeannie and I spontaneously create. Ciao.